The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. in the chair. There is the warning. There will be the disqualification, but there are, there will be fines if he uses that chair. Wait a second. You know Cody Rhodes is watching this right now on the edge of his seat. Wait a second. Malachi. Malachi's offering the chair to Lee Johnson. He's giving him a free You're shot with the chair. All right, now I'm on Lee Johnson's side. Take his head off, Lee. Malachi Black is is trying to draw Lee Johnson. You gotta do it. The Take hell with his head exactly to hell with it, Tad. The hell with the win, man. You gotta wipe this dude out right now. That's a win. Wipe him out. Get the win. Malachi Black is trying to corrupt Lee Johnson. He had his back turned and everything. Malachi had a back. Oh! My lord, right to his jaw. The spinning heel kick. He picks him up with that weight belt, pulls him over. Wow. Not like that. Malika. Black. And we we will never know if Lee Johnson was actually going to use that chair to strike Malachi Black. Well, Lee Johnson couldn't follow up because of how beat down he was, unfortunately, for the young man. And he ate that kick right in the mush. Look at the expressionless face of Malachi Black. It almost like he gave Lee a kiss on the cheek when he was done, and now he's got his foot right on his face. Total disrespect. That's a message, Jericho, right to Cody Rhodes. Uh-oh. Speaking of the Rhodes family, Dustin Rhodes coming to the ring. Oh, yeah. Once again, Malachi leaves. He doesn't want any piece of it now. 
Dustin, obviously another member of the Nightmare family, for those who don't know. And just, just like Malachi Black systematically destroyed Lee Johnson, he seems to be systematically dismantling the Nightmare family before our eyes. Eddie Kingston, you call yourself a mad king, but the only king I recognize is mad at you, Eddie. You've been blessed throughout your life with struggle, but yet you took an easy way out. After all, he gave you all the talent, the toughness, the heart, the loud mouth of yours. But yet, you took a charity contract to do AEW. Wow. Well, Eddie Kingston, I am not in the charity business and neither is my God. You have to understand that in a life without a struggle, you become soft. And you, Eddie, have become comfortable. You, Eddie, have become nothing more than a bad boy for John Moxley. This is going to get Eddie's attention. Eddie wasn't having that. And Miro with a smile on his face. I think this was by design. Cut the music! Cut the music! Crowd loves him. Thank you, thank you, but let me get... Let me handle my business. First, God's favorite champion. Bullshit. <laughs> your God's not real to me, so I don't care what you say. But let's say your God's real. Let's just say he is. Your God sent me here to punish you because you're the sinner. You're the one that's wrong. If you didn't sin, your ugly ass God would not have brought me here. And your stupid God, I said it, your stupid God would not let me know the chink in your armor. Every move I do, Exploder, Saido, Stretch Plum, and the wonderful DDT is your weakness. You're talking about witnesses, but you're talking from so far away. But I tell you, you step one more foot in closer to here. You're not gonna make it to All Out because you're gonna get redeemed tonight, Eddie. Well, Eddie Kingston is not one to ever back down from a fight. Redeemer, my man, redeem these nuts. Wow, oh, there you go. Kingston, New York Street coming at you. <laughs> New York star right there, smart by the TNT champ. Very smart. Get your butt out of Dodge. I he knows think. he's got the match booked. He's not going to waste his time. And Eddie right. Kingston's not having it either. Watch out, Miro. Watch We're out, Kingston. Miro. Oh, no! 
sucked him in. Did he play possum there, Taz? I think he did, man. I definitely think he did, Chris. His god gave him a message to play possum, and it worked. He lured Eddie Kingston in, struck him with that TNT championship. Uh -oh. And now Kingston is very obviously dazed. Miro, Miro could destroy Kingston before Sunday. This doesn't look good. Think about the, oh, watch out. Oh, oh. that would have been bad. Oh, and the back Ooh. fist. Eddie Kingston, DDT. That's definitely a kryptonite of Miro. Eddie's not lying about that. It's straight out of the five boroughs right there, Taz. Straight <laughs> out of the four pillars by Eddie Kingston. He left the TNT champion laying in the center of the ring. Could we see it again this Sunday live on pay-per-view at All Out? We could have a new champion. Definitely going into All Out. Kingston's got momentum. Two ruthless, nasty, seasoned, violent men, man. Going to lock on for that title. here on TNT with our main event of AEW Rampage. Darby Allen, Daniel Garcia, CM Punk joining us here on commentary. Oh, oh, he got caught in that rear choke. Oh, Nelson. No, rear choke, got caught in that rear choke. And look at this, Garcia climbing up the ropes and he is hoisting Darby up. Wow. Darby's got to fight the top hand here. He's got to uh, right. break that grip, you're right, Punk. Did you see, he did. Darby's face was turning purple. Pulled all this weight up. We were talking during the break just how Daniel Garcia is making the most out of this opportunity. It's amazing to me to see how far he's taken Darby Allen on the eve of this huge match with you, Punk. Well, that's what it's all about, right? If people don't know your name, you got to make them remember your name. And I feel like Daniel Garcia and 2.0 have done a good job of that in the last couple of weeks. I mean, they jumped me for Pete's sake. They got something coming for him, but before all that happens, I got to take care of Darby. Nice, nice, nice step back to that rear choke. Very nice, Tad. And Darby once again is fading. Could Darby go out less than 48 hours away from all out on pay-per-view this Sunday? Darby trying to get some separation from the crook of the arm. Like you said, that's time to look at his face. Yeah, this Red. is why I'm here. Now I know that Darby Allen's rear naked choke defense isn't so high. But, yeah. but this is... He's carrying Garcia's Deceptively strong right there from Darby Allen. Darby Allen breaking the submission hold. And Punk, like you were saying, I couldn't hear everything, but I, I know you got a pretty nasty rear naked yourself. So I'm sure you got that installed possibly before Punk comes Sunday. Yeah, if I get it on, it's all over. It's just, the trick is trying to get it on. Word. I hear you. Dark. Let me ask you quickly, how much of, a, of, of an advantage do you have in front of the hometown Chicago crowd? I think it's a disadvantage at this point, honestly. You know, like, I, it goes back to the nerves. Like, I got a lot to prove, and the pressure's all on me. I feel like Darby's the guy that's been here. We all know what he can do. And the question is, what can CM Punk do? Chop across the chest by Garcia. Darby goes through, and the... Oh! The Pepsi <laughs> twist! That was the Pepsi twist! Sure thing, not bad. Punk laughing. I think he did it better than I ever did. That's good. <laughs> good. It worked. I see you, kid. Well, he's sending that message right to you. That's got to, that's, that's a nod for sure. 
I hope your sister's not going to be in the front row pumped. Oh, she'll, she will be. Just stay she away slapped me in the face once. <laughs> Just stay away from her. She yeah, gets her hands on Darby Allen. He's done. Oh, Garcia breaks the grip of Darby. Uppercut. A second shot. See, that's what happens. You take your eye off the ball. Oh, look at this backslide by Darby. Garcia rolls through. Darby. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, red. red. One, two. No, Garcia kicks out. Well, that's yeah. one I got to avoid on Sunday. It's not a good one. What's that called? Code Red, man. Code Red. Too quick. No thanks. Is every single move named after soda? Code Red, yes. Pepsi Twist. Wait till they hit you the Dr. Pepper. And then the Mountain Dew. That's stiff. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're making jokes, but Darby Allen here, he's sending oh, a message Darby. to you. He picked the legs of Garcia. Oh, there it is. Look at this. He's got two, a three. Out. Hit the two of my those in there. 2.0 immediately. He's in there. Descending on Darby. And Garcia and Matt Lee. Beat down. And 2.0 going after gonna... Darby. Look at this. Sting has got Garcia, but Matt Sting's Lee. Sting's got this, right? Sting's got this. Crowd chanting. I don't know, man. I don't think he knows what danger Darby's in. Two on one. Darby's getting one outside. Crowd responds. Hulk's up. It's clobbering oh. time. Hulk's on the hop. 2.0. But they're outnumbered here. Punk's outnumbered. 2.0 felt the GTS from CM Punk on Wednesday. You know they wanna, they wanna give Punk a taste. Oh, but oh, look at that! Wow! Look at the speed! Oh, face to face! There it is. This is the money right here. Darby Allen wiped out 2.0. But this Sunday, live on pay-per-view, CM Punk. Darby Allen, all out. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for Countdown right now.
welcome. Uh, it's Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for uh, AEW Rampage, and also, as a result of it being AEW Rampage, you're listening to the PWC Presents Carnage uh, with me, Christopher Ams. That's AMBS, like bullshit in the morning, or uh, lambs with no one out. And uh, we're on the uh, Hitting the Marks Network. Uh, listen to it. Uh, always listen to it. Download everything from the Hitting the Marks, otherwise you're a mark. Um, <laughs> or you're not a mark. I don't know how that works, but uh, what, whatever it is, just make sure you're listening to everything on Hitting the Marks because it's awesome content. Uh, Jimmy, how's Australia? Lockdown heaven, my friend. COVID fucking to the extreme. It is a COVID fucking mania down here, brother. It's running fucking wild, especially that Delta variant. <laughs> brother, it's fucking running wild. But other than that, it's been great down here. Not really, but you know what? It gives a fuck because I just got home not too long ago. So yeah, if the, if the Victorian government or the Australian government you hear me say that, prove it. <laughs> All right, prove it. But anyway, exactly. insane that. I'm cool, Chris. I'm I'm alright. I'm ready to snap at fucking Daniel Andrews like I always do. So fuck you, Daniel Andrews again. I'm gonna say that every week to, until we get out of lockdown. But other than that, I'm I'm great and I'm pumped up for Carnage. And speaking of hitting the marks. We'll be hitting the marks tonight, put it that way, after this show. Yes, sir. We hit the marks. Uh, um, so we start off with uh, Malachi Black entering dressed as a Leshen. Uh, <laughs> do you know what a Leshen is? Not really, but it uh, sounds cool. So <laughs> what is a Leshen, Chris? What the fuck is that shit, man? A demon? Yeah, sort of. It's, it's a monster of Slavic mythology. And, uh, oh, it's essentially, thank God I don't know it then. <laughs> it's a monster <laughs> of the woods. They're meant to be protectors of wild places. Um, they made a pretty big impact in the Witcher games and the Witcher series, if anyone's familiar with that. Oh, so, okay. so I thought it was cool. So they're Romanian then, really? Basically, yeah, because that's basically the only wild places in Slavic nations. Oh, you got Serbia, you got Croatia, Bosnia. Yeah, I know. Me too. We call them squareheads down here. Shout out to all my <laughs> sl- <laughs> shout out to all my Slavic peeps out there. But you know it's true. But anyway, <laughs> that yeah, it's right kind of cool. That. It's kind of cool. But uh, isn't he Dutch? I honestly, dude, like I. I give up trying to figure out exactly who this guy is. <laughs> All I know is he likes hanging out in rooms and he wants to fight people. And he seems like a real sat- Satanist, dude. I mean, look at the tattoos. Talk about fucking bad juju. I mean, if I had all those fucking tats, man, I'd be one dark motherfucker, that's for sure. But then again, yeah, I would be called a Malaka too if I was like that. That's true, see, Malaka see what I did Black. There? You you could be Mar- you could see be Malaka beige. <laughs> Malaka beige. <laughs> well, why can't I be Malaka white? Or fucking. I, mean, I guess you could. <laughs> or Malaka <you're>... tinge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Malaka olive. How, how about that? Malaka olive. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Oh man, but seriously, you know, in all seriousness, he's looking weird actually lately, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I like 
I like wrestlers that have like specific looks, specific gimmicks. And he's got like, he's got something that makes him stand out. You know, oh, yeah, of course. I thought this right. entrance was pretty cool. Although, although I'm a big fan of like mythology and I love the Witcher games and books. So, um, you know, it was cool to see him dressed that way, but I don't know, like, I have a question and this is a, this is a serious question. Does Malachi black Tommy end, does he actually have star power? That's a good question because yeah, is it a facade? Exactly. You know, are we exactly. pumping him up because he was in WWE? Like basically, and he was a big deal in NXT and he was a big deal sort of with the Mark Tard community online that fucking we used to talk about Tommy End in PWG and all the independents, you know what I mean? And you know what, man? Just look up him doing a fucking train on PWG. And then you tell me if he's fucking a malaka or not. All right? Yeah. That's all I got to say. But in saying that, in all seriousness, I am a fan of his, right? I know he's got a yeah. legit shoot background. But in saying that, I think you bring up a good point. Like, is he really such a big deal is he really a draw if you want me to be unbiased and fair i don't think he is chris he actually isn't yeah i mean that's that's sort of my take from it too and almost exactly what you said i like the guy like i i like watching him i think he's fun you know a little bit different but at the same time like the dark spooky gimmick like it gets over every once in a while but i don't think malachi black is on the level of the undertaker no. and bray wyatt in terms no. of his no crossover way. potential do you know what i mean i agree 100 percent. there's no way excuse me there's no way i'd put him on a level of taker and that's probably what's holding him back to be fair i wouldn't put him on on takers level nowhere near it obviously and nowhere near bray's level either bray's on a fucking other whole planet when it comes to like the way he he books his own character man the way he uh he's got a great mind man he's got a dark mind too and i would legitly believe bray white is a more darker dude in his thoughts than what malaka is in my opinion so in saying that he's not on their level yet he's got a lot more to, he's got a presence if it was a bigger dude right maybe that's what it is too man if you think about it bray and taker are big dudes it could be the size yeah you know what I mean? So you can, you know, perception is, it's more believable that these guys are superhuman compared to like, Malachi Black just comes across as like a gargoyle. You know what I'm saying? Whereas the other two motherfuckers are like fucking real demons, you know, practically compared right. to fucking Malachi Black. You know what I mean? He's just a gargoyle, bro. He's just, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it's, and that brings up another thing that you got me thinking if bray wyatt has indeed signed with AEW, do you have malachi johnny's little brood whatever the fuck it's gonna be but have him as like you know he's not the the head guy bray would be that have him in the background you know what i'm saying he's just you know that little devil crew that that might that could potentially happen i mean why not if you I got them both in it why not do that you know what i mean I could definitely see it. I would love to see Bray Wyatt in AEW because I think that he'd be allowed to sort of let his creative juices really flow. And absolutely, I like as much as like people talk about you know Vince McMahon as being a great stopgap. 
you know, like helping contain talent, right? Right. Which I think needs to be done sometimes. Like some some talent need to be contained a little oh, bit. Of right? course, like, yeah, no no doubt. You know, we all love Vince Russo, right? We all we all love him. We all but he had to be contained too. Booking. But he needed a bit of containment sometimes. Right, he needed right. somebody to be like, hey, Vince, like I love this idea, but that's a little too far. Let's rein it in a little bit, right? Right. Um, and But I, I don't think that way about Bray Wyatt. I feel like Vince McMahon was nothing but a, like a, like he was holding back the potential of what Bray Wyatt but why do. though do you think like that I've never been able to like wrap my head around that he used to frustrate me because if the dirty sheets what they were reporting at the time if if they if it was true what we we're hearing why would you hold someone with that sort of talent I know Vince is no dummy you know what he can't be a fucking dummy and I don't like the excuse of him being senile and he's out of touch that's not good enough for me like that's irrelevant to me you know what i'm saying yeah like why the only thing i can think of there's got to be some sort of heat man i really believe in my heart that vince mcmahon is one of these people who even at his old age has to feel like all the good ideas came from him i mean look no further than the way that carry and cross has been booked on the main roster absolutely right. garbage no you're right absolutely but in saying that then what about your aj styles and stuff like that he absolutely loved aj and look at it, he brought his own fucking gimmick across the table you know what i'm saying i feel very strongly that vince mcmahon believes he created that aj style gimmick <sighs> like no no i'm serious i That's... really believe that, it, that vince mcmahon when aj got there he said you need to be a pit bull you need to be like a, a pit bull and he came out there and they were using the term pitbull on commentary. Yeah, no, so cheesy. And and AJ was like he was a little more aggressive than no, the, he you, was. Know, you had seen him in, in New Japan and stuff like that. But that's he what his gimmick is. It's his New Japan yeah. one. That's where that gimmick yeah. comes from. Is exactly that. New Japan. What you see today is from New yeah, Japan. Yeah, but Vince doesn't watch New Japan. There's no way Vince watches Japanese wrestling. I know Triple H does, but in saying oh, Vince sure. doesn't, right? He's not a dummy. You see Vince, if you look it up, Vince has like been at New Japan shows and shit like that. It's not like he doesn't know that, that, that they don't exist. I mean, think about it. WWE have mentioned New Japan a lot, a lot of times over the last few years. You know what I mean? Not as much now, but they have mentioned them a lot, dude. You know what I mean? To be fair. Yeah, no, I get you, but I, I really, honestly, I mean this, like, legitimately. This is 100% what I feel. I feel like Vince McMahon really does think he gave AJ that gimmick. I Jesus really think he Christ. thinks that. So he even probably thinks that he even came up with the initials AJ Styles? I mean, I... <laughs> Seriously. Vince is, oh, that's a serious Vince question. Is out of touch. See, but I don't feel like that's a good enough excuse to use anymore. Mm. Because when you think about it, man, look at his track record, all right? It's either he's fucked, he's literally got fucking Alzheimer's or he's got dementia or something like that or early fucking signs of it, right? Mm -hmm. Or he's... Yeah. He can't be that stupid, surely. I think he's starting to lose his mental capacity. I really do. Interesting. How else do you explain Karrion Cross? I, I mean... <laughs> Demolition, dude. You have him debut on the main roster. He should literally have debuted at the Rumble and won. Like that's what he. Should, that's what his fucking debut should have been. That, that's that's how big.
but they debuted him with a loss. That's what puzzles me, bro. It's unbelievable. Like, you saying that just made me fucking, like, realize how amazing this bullshit really is. You've got to, you own a professional wrestling company, right? If I'm the boss of a professional wrestling company, right? I owned one, and I was a big company, just say. The yeah. aim of the game is to make money, right? That's what you think, fuck. I don't know why you would sabotage some of these guys' careers, because that's what it seems like. Straight up sabotage. But then again, who am I fucking like, telling like I could do it better? Because WB's making more fucking money than ever. Explain that. I think the, the way that you explain that is that um, money is just different now than it was 30 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was no way that you could sign a contract with a TV company and it would pay all of your expenses for, for a show like you you couldn't do it it wasn't possible so you know wrestling used to be different now it is just a live tv show like that's that's how it's right but it's always that, been a live tv show. No, no 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 but it used to be that ticket the ticket sales made a big difference you had to sell out your your shows otherwise you weren't making money in wrestling do you know of what I mean? Like, That's pre Monday Night Wars and all that shit. Yeah, of course, absolutely. But, I mean, the house. The, but in the, the last, yeah, sorry. In the last ten years, it's it's gotten less and less important to the point where, like WWE, like for a while there, they just straight up weren't running house shows. It's like we don't need to do this. We don't. We, yeah, don't, have to, we don't actually have to sell tickets. We don't need to be popular with the, with our fans. But that's due to COVID too, though. I mean, now they're doing house shows again. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way they would ever kill off the house show game because that's where the bread and butter usually comes from, man, to be fair. They do more house shows than they do... Well, right, but they actually do do more house shows than actual televised shows. Yeah, I know. And that used to be the way that they made their money. And that used to be the way that they judged what they were going to do next because they would pay attention to the crowd, who's popular. Okay, let's push this guy then. He's popular. Nowadays it's not done that way like they don't care who's popular i mean we just had a story the other day about fox executives coming to the wwe and saying look we want punk back yeah i read about that and the wwe at first saying well he's not worth three million dollars we're not going to pay him that fox said you pay whatever you think he's worth and we'll pay the rest fox literally came to them and said Okay, don't pay him three million. We'll pay him three million. Yeah, and then the WWE they came, came back straight and said, out. Nah, yeah. we just don't want him. He's not, you know, he, we don't like him here. Blah blah blah. Like it has to, to be say that if you that, were a right. star, it didn't it matter if you were a star. It didn't matter. Fucking nobody fucking likes Terry Bollea. Okay, but in saying that though, Chris Punk came out and said uh, just like yesterday that WWE did approach him in December of 2020 to come back. And he was open to it, actually. He was actually open to it, to coming back. He said this on Renee Paquette's um, podcast, you know, aka Oral Renee Sessions. Young. Oral Sessions, head job sessions, dude. It's a great name, though. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant, man. I laughed when I first saw that. I mean, <laughs> good on you, Renee. You're, you're, you're a gun of a chick. Shout out to a good Canadian girl. She's, she's got fucking, she's got a sense of humor, that's for sure. But anyway... Enough plugging her show. <laughs> Back to ours. And uh, yeah. basically, yeah, man. I mean, 
Well, what can I say, dude? I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. WWE is going to WWE. And AEW, well, AEW, as we get back to the show here, um, Malachi Black is taking on Lee Johnson, oh, who God, is, right. is still a nobody, um, but at least they're giving him a chance to shine. Like, I, I don't I don't hate this. It's a, it's a minor show, whether they want to say it or not. Like, yeah, Rampage is a minor show. He said it. He said it. He said it because I'm in denial. Yeah, I, I feel I'm like trying to convince Monday. myself. I feel like it's right? Sunday night heat. Yeah, definitely. But the thing is, though, Sunday night heat was great at the start. That's when totally up agree. until up until SmackDown, and to me, that's still the best hour of wrestling, probably forever. Like in forever, maybe Raw, Raw when it first started was one hour, but it hadn't quite hit the Attitude Era yet. So Heat at the time, I think, was brilliant. But in saying that, once SmackDown came along, then Heat became Shotgun Saturday Night, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It and, died right away. And Rampage definitely feels more like Heat than SmackDown. But sometimes that show's got better energy because I feel like Dynamite has been weird lately as well. Like, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have the... I like, I like Rampage's energy. There's a certain energy about that show that feels different to dynamite because even though they use the same set the same setup which is so stupid fucking spend some money tk you tight ass right <laughs> anyway moving right along but they've got different camera angles that dynamite has you know what i mean which i've noticed which i like they tend to zoom sort of more closer more in on rampage than they do on dynamite if you know what i'm saying Right, there seems to be less focus on like panning out shots into the crowd. Yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. They're never panning out. They're always panning in, sort of thing, or panning from the back, like from behind or like the side, but like diagonally, sort of thing. Yeah, no, you know I agree. Saying? I think it's a good show. I think it's a good one-hour show. Like, I don't, I don't mind watching it. And, and and I'm with you. I think Sunday Night Heat was what was at one point. I think I preferred Heat to raw because like in the first to be five, honest six with you, weeks definitely bro yeah and to, to be honest with you like you're not going to find many people who are bigger d'lo brown fans than me and he <laughs> ran sunday night heat when that show started so i was a big fan of d'lo's too man very underrated actually fun little fact and uh you know I'll, I'll talk about growing up jimmy t a little bit here but i used to fucking pump d'lo's damn song dude i'm not gonna lie <laughs> You're looking at the real deal now. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'll kick your sorry ass back out on the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well. Anyway, yes, I was a D-Lo fucking, low-key D-Lo fucking Mark. You know what I'm saying? He was, look, man, D that's how good that roster was. But anyway, look, that's for another show, I guess. Otherwise, we'll be talking about that instead of what we're supposed to be talking about. But <laughs> for sure, man. D-Lo was great, though. He was. He really was. You got to give him his props, man. Him and Mark Henry were great too when he was helping Mark Henry trying to lose weight. That's some of the funniest yeah. shit, dude. Awesome stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I just wish it, we we get to that point again, but you know who knows? I doubt it. I, I don't think we ever have mid carters like D'Lo Brown ever again. That that Never. was a... now the what's what, the mid carters to the top, like the top fucking of the card. 
It's such a big fucking... Your, your low fucking... The bottom of the card fucking curtain jerkers have become your mid-carders now, right? And yep. your fucking um, top of the card motherfuckers, your big stars, are just way ahead of of the mid-card. Like, it's just... The gap is so huge. Whereas back then, everyone had a storyline. Everyone seemed like a big deal. Everyone... You cared about everyone on on television, bro. There was a fucking story arc in every single match, like from match one to match fucking five, six on a Raw or Nitro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, exactly, man. Back then it was great because, you know, like, let, let's let's use a Stevie Richards as an example, right? Because he's right. sort of well-known as a guy who was of an enhancement talent for, for the most part, right? A character enhancement talent, right? Yeah, um, half and half. I mean, in ECW, I'd, I would say he was a big deal. In WWE, he was definitely enhancement at first. Um, yeah, exactly. But then, Char- well, know. character enhancement. What I mean by that is, like, you know, he didn't win a lot, right? That wasn't his job to go out there and look impressive. Right. But he was always he was always doing something interesting. So you wanted to know, like, he came on the screen and it wasn't just like, oh, here's Dolph Ziggler coming down to take the pin. Do you know what I mean? It no, was, no. There was something interesting he was doing, whether it was, like, the right to censor stuff I thought was great. The right to you know censor, I mean? he was like, elevated, dude, to, like, main event status pretty much. For a little bit, damn near, damn I, he, near. He, and he, it was almost, and it was almost all on his character. That's what I mean. Like his in-ring stuff was fine; he wasn't bad in ring. But I mean, uh, that's not what you were impressed with. You were impressed because, like, damn, like this guy really makes you fucking hate him as this right to censor guy. You know what I mean? He can definitely talk, man. I mean, he definitely he's a great yeah. talker, dude. Actually, and which is funny because when you get to know Stevie a bit, you know, he's pretty like, like low-spoken, you know, per se. You know what I mean? He's like a different cat. You'd think there's no way he could uh, be what you see on TV sometimes, man. When he was the right to censor Stevie, <laughs> like, God, man. That's when he was elevated. He was wrestling Undertaker, The Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Triple H, everyone. And the heat, dude. The minute you heard the, wah, 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 you know, the wah, fucking shit. Man, I the booze were just crazy, bro. It was just, woo, I used to hate that fucking damn theme. Yeah, jumping? no, I agree, man. Yeah, man. But anyway, so moving right along. <laughs> yeah, moving right along here. We're uh, we're like we're like we're, we're like almost a half hour into the show, like two minutes into the show. So I'm here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> um, I I personally thought that Lee got a little too much offense here. Um, I don't like. It doesn't bother me that he gets a few hope spots. But I just think, like, if you're trying to push Malachi Black as this, like, you know, this killer who, like, came in night one, beat Cody, you know, he, he beat up Arn, he's beating everybody up. And, you know, he's he's doing this entrance as a, you know, a Slavic monster protector <laughs> of the wild places. And he still, like, had to, you know, he, he still had to pull out a win here, which I, I just, to me, it's like, that's, you're giving Lee too much offense. Oh, um, way too much offense. But I'll I'll give I'll say one thing about Lee Johnson. He looks much better now than he did back when Cody, you know, and was trying to take his thunder. If you know what I'm saying. But he looks much better now. He's way more in shape. He's built, dude. He's pretty built. Except he's starting to remind me of the African American version of Cody Rhodes now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I said it. He, I said he, it. They're definitely going that way with him. I'm sorry, but it's fucking true. You prove me otherwise. 
No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think there's definitely a connection there. Um, anyway, the end of this match, uh, Black kind of beats him up. Damn, Chris, 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 can you hear me? Shit. He gets yo, a chair. Yo. Looks wait, like wait, 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 Chris, 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 Chris. He offers Chris. the chair to Johnson, takes the chair, but then hesitates. Damn. And then with that spin kick for the one, two, three. Um, yo, yo. Can you hear Hello? me? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yo. <laughs> You've you've yo, got, yo. you you totally broke up real bad. It was full robotic. The whole segment that you just spoke about was totally robotic. Damn it! Can you, I, you hear um, me now? Is that good? Yeah, you're still a little bit robotic though. But yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Damn. All right, all right. All right, so anyway, the match basically gets underway. Like I said, I think Lee got a little too much offense, but um, we'll move on. Uh, the way that this ends is uh, Black basically comes into the ring with a chair. Looks like he's going to hit Johnson, but then he offers it to him. He says, go ahead and hit me. Uh, Lee Johnson hesitates. He, you know, he's a good guy. He's a face. So Black basically spins around with the spin kick, uh, knocks him out for the one, two, three. Uh, looks like he's going to jump uh, Johnson afterwards. Dustin comes in for the save. Uh, we get a promo just after that from Dustin basically saying he wants Black. And he says that Malachi will find out what the natural is all about. <laughs> um, that's fine. I, like, there's not a lot that you can do with Dustin that's going to be super entertaining to me at this point. And that's not a knock on him. It's just I've seen him so much. And his role in any professional wrestling show is what it is. You know, he's he's not the main event guy. I don't really think that you can make him a main eventer at this point. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. He gave a little callback to the natural gimmick. Yeah, um, naturally fucking is it's a that's a naturally jobbing gimmick. All right, let's be real, Chris. Yeah. It was if bad. He's, he was bad, and not only bad. If he's not gold dust, sorry, Dustin, but the natural ain't shit. I agree. I I totally agree with that. Um, so we'll move on here. Like it looks like they're gonna face off. It looks like they're basically gonna have Malachi Black run through the nightmare family collective or whatever the fuck it's called uh gonna go through the, the, the roads fucking train easy yeah that's what it looks like he's gonna do he's gonna run a train on the road <laughs> well does that include brandy <laughs> oh i don't know i mean <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's move on i i'm you know it's fine but i'm not super interested in it either i don't I honestly, I find myself kind of not caring about the Rhodes family. Like, yeah, me too, dude. All right, well, that's us. Um, next up, we've got Miro. Uh, he comes out. He does this whole God's favorite champion thing. Um, I like it for him. I like this gimmick. I like that he's you know coming out here and he's like you know 
I'm the chosen one kind of thing. Absolutely. What do you think about it? Oh, I agree with you 100%, man. He's, if there's a fucking person to point out that, you know how all the AEW Mark Tards get upset, they're going to stop fucking hiring fucking XWB guys all the time, right? Well, he's the perfect example of getting a WB, an XWB guy and making it fucking work and almost making it into their own pretty much. Like now when I think of Miro, I don't even look at him as a WB guy anymore. I agree, and I'm really thankful that they moved to this uh, this presentation. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But they took too fucking long, man. I mean, when they debuted him as the fucking video game guy, I was just... I mean, anybody who's listened to us for a long time yeah. will know how we what we thought about it. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Well, there must have been listening because they changed, man. Because we used to say it week in, week out. Stop fucking showing the world how you play fucking video games all the time, man. Yeah. We don't want that Miro. We don't want this best man at a wedding Miro or anything. And look what we got, Chris. We got middle crash. (laughs) Yeah, we got, we, I, like, honestly, I feel like this presentation of Miro is a better presentation than Rusev in WWE. 100%, dude. There's no comparison. Right on, right on. Okay, so um, Eddie Kingston's music hits. He comes out. He says, cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. Uh, they basically get into a brawl. Uh, Eddie gets the upper hand at the end. He hits him with a DDT, sort of focusing on the neck, which is what he's been saying he's going to do at the pay-per-view, talking about how Miro's, you know, all of his weaknesses come down to neck spots. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that they're focusing on something that seems real. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, true. Um, but you know, why like, are they like feuding with really uh, That's the thing. I don't know. That's and that's the why, like, I. So I, I literally have written here, like, I like the program because Kingston and Miro are both entertaining, but I am not looking forward to this match because I don't care who wins. Well, first of all, you know, Kingston ain't winning. This is just, that's not happening. <clears throat> no, no. You know it's, what I mean? It's not you know, Miro's just going to run the Kingston train. One, two, three. See you right around, man. See you later, Kingston. But he he absolutely done a great promo, though, man. I actually liked Kingston's promo, as he always does. Yeah, I mean, he's just great on the mic. Like, he's one of the best. Absolutely. I agree 100%. But, but when it comes to his look, is the problem I've got. You know what I'm saying? And another problem I've got, man, this guy's in his 40s wearing an old-school DMX fucking... Wife beat a singlet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit there where he just. Let's be real. Let's be real. Like the look, Uh, right? You you hate to focus too much on the look, but he does not have the look to be a big deal. No, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. Because we're fans of his, but we're just being honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I think that you could book him to have like a Mick Foley run uh, where you give yeah. him a title and it's a big deal for like a couple of weeks and then you take it off of him right away. You know what I mean? I don't know. Mick Foley is on a whole different level even to Kingston, dude. I know what you're saying, but you're pretty much just saying that because of their body shape. Let's no, be no, real. No. So, Let's be real. That's no, no, no. Listen, That's listen, 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 <laughs> listen. No, 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 no. Like, I don't mean that you could do it with him now, okay. but... When he was having his program with Moxley, I still believe the best thing that could have happened was for that main event that they had for Moxley to basically say, you know what, 
he he won't stop, and I don't want to kill my friend. Right. I so, quit. so you're saying like a, a Terry Funk, the best. a Terry Funk yep. versus uh, Mick Foley type of fucking uh, feud? We're, we're pretty much that. What you just said is pretty much exactly what that was. Yep, exactly. Uh, that 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 could have been a good run for him, but right now I don't think you can give him much. Like, I think it would be a huge mistake to give him anything major right now because he's not hot right now. No, but you know what's weird though too? He's pretty clean cut on his face, right? Mm-hmm. But then his body... See, the, my problem is stop being such a... He comes across like a, a real metrosexual type of guy that checks himself in the mirror all the time. Like He'll be like, look, ma, I look like a hundred bucks, ma. <laughs> you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But really, you know, he's got the fucking... He's got the stomach. He's, you know... He, I think it's almost like he's confused on what he is, man. It's like, are you like one of those motherfucking rough cunts off the streets? Or are you like one of those mummy boys? He can come across as a mummy's boy. I can just see it, right? Thank you, Ma. No, I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely could come across as like the Italian guy. Who yeah, yeah, grow yeah. Up. Yeah, or Puerto Rican guy. You know what I'm saying? Like one or the yeah. other. But it, it's he comes across like that, and that's where I think... And I'm just being real because, like I said, I'm a fan of his. I'm not trying to put him down. I'm just being honest, right? If I had to break yeah. him down, this is why he's not as over as he should have been. And this is why it took him how many years to get to where he's at right now. Yep. You know yep, what I mean? I agree. I agree. But uh, anyway, they're going to have this match at the pay-per-view. He's going to take the pin and, that, you know, whatever yeah, It'll, exactly it, the match isn't going to be great he's great on the mic though so absolutely all right moving on here we've got jamie hater and rebel against chris statlander um cool no <laughs> no it's not uh, uh all i thought about was ray mysterio again chris i'm sorry man she's got to change her tights bro <laughs> i can't man and it's ray ray from like wcw 95 dude you know, he's wearing yeah, that it's mask. It's, it's, <laughs> it's old school Ray, bro. That's the that's yeah. the Ray that got splattered by Kevin Nash throwing him like a lawn dart into the fucking portable fucking thing, into the portable building. You know what I mean? Dude. I wouldn't mind it if she was wearing like Ray from the Filthy Animals days <laughs> on her on her on her bottom. I see what you did there. Have a mask. I <laughs> see. What... <laughs> that was good. I see what you did there. You're lucky that I'm fucking pretty smart and I can get the joke straight away. But I wonder if many fucking of our listeners out there actually understood what he what he means by filthy animals. Yeah, go, go go look up Ray from the Filthy Animals and imagine <laughs> the mask that he's wearing there as being her bottoms. It would be it'd be fantastic. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I'm not talking about fantastic noodles. I'm talking yeah. about fantastic chaps down there. But anyway. Moving right, right along. So Statlander really just, you know, she she comes across as kind of a monster, and I'm not sure she's got the size for it. Um, yeah. She wins this match. She pulls off a couple of cool old school, like, you know, displays of strength kind of things. But I'm not terribly encouraged by this. And I don't know that it's her fault because I, I don't really think that I don't really know what they've got with Hater yet. I think that she's got something. You know, yeah. you, you can sort of wait and see what happens. But. I agree. You know, all jokes aside, all and and any era of Rey Mysterio aside, <laughs> um, I actually 
there is something about Jamie Hayter. I can't point point it out just yet, other than Rey Mysterio. But um, she's got something, dude. I think she's got the potential to be molded into a star. She's definitely got a lot of fire in the way. I like the way she works. She's pretty stiff, dude. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I think I think she's got uh, she's got potential, you know. Definitely, she does definitely. have potential. So hopefully, hopefully they do something good with her. Um, right now, they just sort of have her as like the muscle for Britt Baker, which sometimes that can work out. You know, I mean, look at Diesel. That, that yeah, right. And I think dump the other chick's ass and make her become Diesel, and and you know, Mrs. DMD can be fucking Sean. Yeah, Rebel is just not interesting like yeah she just comes across like any other woman off the street man like really she looks like a mother too like a real oh she's had a few kids that which is nothing yeah, wrong with that which is nothing wrong with that i'm just trying to describe because she's not ugly she's actually good looking it's not that it's just yeah. the way she comes across the impression i get it's like you're a mother that should be taking care of her kids why are you here you expect to see her at Safeway, not on Yeah, TV. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Definitely at Safeway. You know what I'm saying? And she would just come yeah. across like any chick off the street. Like, she doesn't come across as yeah. a star. Exactly. You need to have some star power to be on TV, and she doesn't really have it. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, <clears throat> there's video packages up next for all the pay-per-view matches. I'm not going to go over all of these packages individually. Um, honestly, I think maybe like 15 minutes worth of this show was just them doing video packages from pay-per-view matches which True. it's the go-home show for the pay-per-view i don't hate it you know no it wasn't a bad show really i mean it was actually all right yeah. it was better than the week before the week before was kind of shit but like this week definitely better it was than the week and before. i found it way better than dynamite too like, you know what so did i an hour, so did... but but so i just I. felt like it flowed better and that's my point. That's why I'm starting to like Rampage's energy. I just find it better than Dynamite's in recent times. And to be fair, it was. Dynamite sucked this week, dude. I agree. Yeah, it was bad. It and was a Ram bad show. Right, bad show. And Rampage was sort of felt like what Dynamite should have been. Yes, actually. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, like, Dynamite... It just felt rambling, and Rampage this week felt like it was cohesive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe, I don't know if it's because of the format, the one-hour format. It could be that. It could be. It could it be could that. Be. I think an hour and a half is really the best amount of time for a wrestling show, personally. But. Absolutely, but an hour and a half, technically, is what it is. Because, technically, if you record a show that goes for two hours, it's actually half it's an, an hour. and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 30 minutes of fucking commercials, dude. Right, right. All right. Well, main event time here is uh, Daniel Garcia and Darby Allen are going to take us home. CM Punk is at commentary. Oh, there was just way too much going on on commentary. Oh, tonight, my by God. The way. Jesus Christ. Continue. Chris though. Jericho. <laughs> yeah. He speaks at this level the entire time. <laughs> he is never quiet. He yells everything that he says. <laughs> it's funny man because you know what he would do during commercial breaks which me and d were talking about that yeah we're pointing out jericho how he's always so 
He's Stan Canamaran. That's what he's doing, dude, from Southpaw Wrestling. Remember Stan Canamaran? Do you yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, who yeah, he yeah. is. That's what he's doing yeah, on commentary, dude. That's exactly what he's doing. Exactly the same. Which makes me laugh because he exaggerates yeah. so bad that it's funny, right? But during the commercial breaks, fortunately for me and unfortunate for you, I guess, when it's, when it's commercials, I don't get the commercial break, right? Whereas you do, mm-hmm. right? And and the and our listeners in the States do too. And whoever watches it on network television does. But anyway, but on my end, I'm still getting the match or like and the commentary, yeah? So mm-hmm. they start fucking around a lot. They start like back like for example, this is the best line Jericho said about Daniel Garcia, and you'll get the joke once I say it, right? And this is during commercial, so you wouldn't have heard it. But he says to Punk, Hey look. Danny Garcia's coming after you, punk, like that. He's like, who? Danny Garcia. He goes, who's Danny Garcia? You know who Danny Garcia is? And I laughed straight away because I got the joke. Do you know who Danny Garcia is? No. The Rock's ex-wife. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. When you you click onto it, it was the fucking funniest. Because it was an awkward pause. You know what I'm saying? It oh was God. fucking. I love funny, Chris man. Jericho is golden, like, dude. That was brilliant, man. That was so brilliant because I'm like, oh, I saw what you did there, right? And and the way he did it, right? Because the pause, Punk sort of giggled, and kind of just stopped, and everyone just stopped talking, like, you motherfucker, <laughs> as if you said that. But he's smart, Jericho. Mark Henry just staring yeah, daggers yeah, yeah. into him. But the the smart thing is, really, the Rock would it would have never heard it anyway because it's only for the fight TV. Uh. Right. Uh, uh, what to call viewers that would have heard that you know what I'm saying and that's very minimal compared to watching it on TNT uh, and whatnot. you know what I'm saying so yeah that, that was a pretty cool that. fucking like little easter egg which made me fucking laugh my ass off dude good stuff well that's good that he's doing great great stuff off camera because on camera the best line that he had was hey Paul Oh, yeah. your sister's not at ringside. Oh man, that made me cringe. And that's not even his sister, anyway. Not by blood, anyway. I'm sure you know this, right, Chris? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was. He basically like lived with these people for a long time. Right, right. He, he hates his kid. family, dude. Um, he hates his dad. Hates his trying mom. to get away from his own family, which yeah, like <laughs> doesn't doesn't like. I don't know. CM Punk just comes off as a very hateful, spiteful human being. Oh, he's spiteful. Spiteful is not even the... Man, he's spiteful, definitely, man. He definitely is. Hopefully, he's humbled now, which which comes across like he is. But we'll see how long that takes to when we get... No, I think he's he's playing a character on TV. Yeah, I think he's playing a character on TV. I think he's still a hateful little prick. (laughs) which hey i'm not saying he's not entertaining i'm not saying i'm not even saying i'm not a fan of cm punk because i love cm punk dude. but he, he comes across as a hateful little asshole uh, man which is being real because i'm a fucking fan too i've got a best in the world shirt for christ's sake in my drawer right now all right yeah, so right man but let's be real he's a dick he's spiteful he's a cunt you know what i mean yeah. but we all love him you know what i mean that's yep. it like it is what it is so fuck you, yeah. Phil, you prick. Yeah. You know what, Phil? We're going to hate watch this show. So fuck off. <laughs> That's uh, all right. We we still love you. We even cry over you, Phil. All right? Yeah, not like that, though. Like, not <laughs> like... Yeah. No. 
Uh, All right. Anyway. So anyway, this match was pretty good. Um, Darby Allen always sells, uh, does a good job. Uh, I, I thought that he did a pretty good job carrying a, a younger wrestler in Daniel Garcia to a pretty decent TV match. It was too uh, long. Uh, there's something uh, way too long. And there's one key thing that really pissed me off, Chris, about this match. Hmm. First of all, why why did Daniel Garcia absolutely dominate this whole fucking match up until the last 10 seconds and then Darby wins, which is obvious. And one other thing, did you catch the pre-Saturday um, night main event-esque promos they do before the main event starts? You know what I'm talking about with Mark Henry, who can't talk I for did, shit? yeah. No, he's bad. He's he bad. He's not good at that role. He's really bad, bro. It's it's embarrassing. I love Mark Henry, by the way. He's like, <laughs> Me too. I'm one of these people who was a Mark Henry fan back when he was sexual chalk. Me too, you know what I mean? bro. I love, yeah. I love yeah, me dude. some Mark Henry. Absolutely. He's awful. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I love me some Mark Henry, but that was awful. Dude. Dude, first of that all, was giving birth to a hand bad. Like you need, yeah, to stop real that. bad. And even that's better than this shit. But I just want to say one thing though. Did you notice what that two point fucking idiot fucking was saying about Daniel Garcia? And it seemed like it went over everybody's head. No, what, what did they? They called Daniel Garcia their son. Yeah, they've they did that on Dynamite too. Oh, so you like, heard that on Dynamite too? I didn't hear it on Dynamite. I just heard it on Rampage. And that, I have to look our twice. Son. And I'm like, is this a gay couple gimmick? Is that? <laughs> but they're the dropping it out of nowhere. Dude, you know what's funny? It's like saying, all right, meow. And then you turn yeah, around going, like, did you just fucking meow? Do I look like a cat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, but that's what they did. And I have to look twice and no one sold it, dude. I'm like, hang on a minute. He did say son. I heard it. That's their yeah, son. Yeah, he said it. He said it two yeah, he said it two nights in a row now. Like he said it on Dynamite too. And it was like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not tripping that you heard it too then on Dynamite, which I never did, but I heard it on Rampage, yeah. which you never did. So <laughs> that's funny, man. But if that's if we're going where I think we're fucking going. <sighs> uh, like, I mean, honestly, dude, that's cool. You you know, you guys love each other and you adopted a baby and I think that's wonderful. You know? But they all look the same age. Yeah, but maybe Daniel Garcia identifies as a two-year-old. You don't know. You don't know what's going on on the inside. This Daniel Garcia, I don't know who the fuck he is. He's just come along and just entered himself into the fucking main event mix every week now, right? I just want to say yeah. one thing. This guy has got nothing going for him, all right? He's Look at his freaking... Look at his attire, bro. He's got no. red socks pulled all the way up to his knees while on his trunks and on his butt, it says red attack. He comes across like a young lion. Like <laughs> Even worse than a young lion. Dude, these young lions have got fucking, you know, color fucking coordination, bro. You know, they're just black and plain. This guy, he, he, he dresses he, like, he dresses like he's, uh, like, like he's somebody from Japan. No, like just like very plain. You know, oh it's man! Like, what is are you it, doing? What, is, are these guys supposed to be Puerto Ricans? They, they, I feel like they're coming across as Puerto Ricans from New York. I, you know, I, I think that there are a number of Puerto Ricans from New York who 
might be a gay couple who would adopt a child. Like, Shout outs to all our Boricuas out there, which we've got plenty of them as friends. So we just, you know what I mean? We're just fucking around. But if they are Puerto yeah, Rican. Please don't shoot me, okay? I'm it. just kidding. We're just kidding. We're just fucking around. But in saying that, if they are Puerto Ricans from New York City, yeah, you motherfucking Boricuas have got a lot to fucking. <laughs> A lot to fucking talk, like, you know, to to say about this shit because this is shit is just whack. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of whack, uh, basically the way that this ends is, uh, you know, Darby Allen wins, you know, like you said, all of his offense comes in the last 10 seconds. Yeah. Up till then, he was selling fine. So then why would CM Punk have any kind of a challenge beating him on the pay-per-view? But whatever, I digress. Um, the heels <laughs> Where's the jump heat, in, bro? They Where's jump the heat? Darby right they jump darby they jump sting punk clears the house and then they have a stare down at the end um it's pretty formulaic here right where you've got the guy who's facing the guy on commentary you know the night before the pay-per-view and there's a stare down at the end formulaic yeah. isn't necessarily bad but i don't know man i just really feel like they're fucking up this cm punk stuff already they have daniel garcia be yep. the first guy to physically interact with Right? Yeah. No. Right. No. No. And, and then you're just doing very formulaic, like pro wrestling 101 stuff for his first big match back. And I just, I don't know, man. I personally feel like they're dropping the ball. I agree 100%. And I just want to say before we, we go, like, you know what? I, look, me and Jago on hitting the marks which we record just like two days ago, which is a must listen, check it out. We both mentioned, right? There's only fucking one, well, one thing. And I mentioned it there, right? Okay. There's only one thing that makes total sense here where all this shit is leading to, you know, what's going to happen, Chris, between punk what's and Darby Allen. And it's not just them. It's also with other teams. Have you noticed a trend? There's a particular trend and AEW is pretty predictable. But if you notice, we're getting a lot of teams in threes. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to do a trios thing at some point. Whatever. And you know what's going to happen? We're going to have Darby, Sting, and Punk as one trio team that will enter a tournament. It's 100%. And it makes sense. Because this is how you get Punk back into ring shape during this time. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You got Kenny and the Bucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you you got fucking Andrade and fucking, uh, what do you call it? Andrade, I'm telling you, and, and the Lucha Brothers will end up as a team one way or the other. I can see it. Right? You know what I'm saying? There's another trio. There's trios galore, bro. It's not just orgies, but we're getting trios. So fucking, I'm telling you, bro, it's not gangbangs anymore. It's fucking three ways. Yeah, right. Because before that, we had all factions, remember? <laughs> now we all yeah. got fucking trees. There were 700 groups of 700 people. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, now it's fucking, it's all about the fucking threesomes, bro. So it just, right. that's what it seems like. And it all makes sense the way, if they book it the way I think they're going, then that's the only way. That's why this card is a mess. Yeah, it is. No, it's. It's all over the damn place. It's like, all over the place, dude. 
And on anything yeah. I can think you of, you've got CM that Punk's sense. return. It is hugely anticipated, right? Yeah, it's hugely anticipated because CM Punk's returning. But it's like the rest of it is like, who cares? None of these exactly. matches are like are matches that I really care to see. Nero versus Kingston. Who gives a fuck? You're gonna <laughs> give true. you're gonna give us the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Who gives version a fuck? Eight hundred and seventy-five. <laughs> Fucking who cares, man? It's it a matter if it's in the cage. in this storybook already. Yep. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny and Christian? Yeah. Really? Like, really? Who gives a fuck? I just saw it two weeks Honestly. ago for free. Yeah, exactly. It's garbage. Anyway, man, <laughs> we got to go. Um, <laughs> make sure you tune in to, uh, you know, we'll be talking about the pay-per-view here just after the pay-per-view. We may be going live. We haven't figured that out. <laughs> we haven't figured that one out completely yet. Wait, but uh, we will be going on after the pay-per-view to record. Yep. And uh, I got to get to my little girl's birthday party. So, you know, if you're listening, happy birthday, Aria. I love you. Um, happy birthday, and, uh, Aria. You know, and everybody else that's listening, hey, I don't love you, but I love the fact that you're listening. So thank you. Absolutely. And in saying that, he's Christopher Ams. I'm Jimmy T. And you're listening to the PWC Friday Night Carnage right here on Hitting the Marks Wrestling Network and the PWC Network. Peace. Peace.
Program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network.